Alright, let's get started. Um, on the review of yesterday's Daf Daf Samaches. And it's, we started from the question of uh, questions talking about a boil nida, somebody who has relations with a nida. So the, we saw a source that says that it's the same as a tamei mace. Now, what does that mean that it's the same as a tamei mace? Um, if it means, as far as Toma goes, that it's a seven-day Toma, that's uh, explicit in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Toma Shiva by each. So what it must mean is that it's telling you that the camp that they need to leave is the, is the same, just like a Tomei Meis is only not allowed in the Machne Shechina, but is allowed in the Machne Levi, so too, a Bolnida is the same Halacha. Now, just, so if that's the case, if that part of the, of, of the quote is talking about the camp, then when we said in the previous section that, um, that uh, a Valkyrie is Kimaga Sheretz, so, is that what it was? Um, yeah, Valkyrie is Kimaga Sheretz, so it means as far as the camp goes. So, and, so you see you're wrong when you say that Balkan is Rabbi Yochanan who says that Valkyrie has to go out of two camps. It's not true. It's the same as Magash Eretz, which is only one camp. So Kumar says, what kind of right is that? Just because the Sefer is talking about Machnois doesn't mean the Rish is talking about Machnois. It's not, it's not, it's not a... Uh, each one is Hakadis of Hakadis. Each one is talking about its own case. All right. So Kumar asked another question. <clears throat> we said, uh, we brought down a source that says that the Mitzvah is more strict than a Zav, and a Zav is more strict than a Tamimase. And that's to exclude a Balkari that Tommy Mace is more strict than it. What does it mean to exclude? Doesn't it mean, um, is it not saying that, it, it, that the Balkari is excluded from the Parsha Zav and it comes into the status of a Tommy Mace because, after all, Tommy Mace is more Chomer than a Balkari. So, and therefore, he'll be Mutter in Machna Leviya, just like Tommy Mace is. Even a Mace is Mutter by Machna as we've seen. So the Gemara says, no, no, what it means, Yatsa Mimachne, Tamei Meis, is Vinichnes Machne Zav. Even though, in other words, even though Balkari is definitely more lenient in all its halachas than Tamei Meis is, nevertheless, um, it's taken out of that lenient state and put into the more Chomer one. And uh, that's the story. Even though Tommy Mace is more strict than it, it's, uh, it's uh, which, uh, basically still Tommy Mace is mutter in Machna Levia and Belkeri is not, and that's because we compare it to what it's more similar to. After all, both of them are bodily emissions, and therefore um, its status of Tommy, of how, which camps you have to go out, is the same as by a Zav. Okay. So. Then we saw a, a Tanaitic source that was stated before Rabbi Yitzchak of Dimi. It says, Vayetze, talking about a Balkari, that he has to go out from outside the camp. Vayetze, That's referring to Machne Shechina. And then it says, um, um, So then it says, Lo Yavo al Machne, should not come into the camp. That's talking about Machne Lefiyah. And therefore you see that a Balkari has to go out of two camps. On that, the Gemara says, uh, the, uh, Rav Yitzchak Rav Dimi asked back, he's like, I don't understand. How can you make that sentence talking about two different camps? You never put him into the, in, into the uh, Machna Levia, that you want to kick him out of it? Um, because you didn't, uh, so it's like, what do you mean, lo yavo? Or the other way around, you didn't kick, uh, um, he didn't, he wasn't even told that he's not allowed to be in the Machna Levia. How could you start bringing him in and saying, oh, 
lo yavo, you may not come in. You know, there's the, you can't talk about um, not entering where you were never told to get out. Okay, um, so therefore, um, the 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 fix up of the of this quote is to say basically that the first statement of Muchas Machne is the Machne Leviya, and then when it says lo yavo toch Machne, that's referring to the Machne Shechina. That uh, he's not allowed of either camp. So comes along Ravina and he says that maybe it's talking about only the Machnashchina, and it, there's an essay and a love. Um, a, a, a positive and a negative. Um, go out, don't come in. So it's a, a positive mitzvah and a negative prohibition. Maybe that's what's going on. So the Gemara says um, uh, that basically, if that was the case, then we could have just said. Why does it have to say again a machne? The reason why we said machne twice is to tell you that we're talking about two separate machnos and that was a raya. Okay. Brought us to the michoi kirvav. So we said in Mishnah that you're allowed to squeeze out the innards. Um, you're allowed to squeeze out the innards uh, from the car, from the carbon, uh, whatever. Michoi, with the question is what it means. So Rafuna says is that you actually take a knife and cut into it so you can get the liquids out, and Chir Barav says that you actually um, put the knife on it and push it off from the um, uh, with the knife pressure to squeeze out the excrement from the intestine. Um, what, so Rebbe Le'ezer says why does Chiyab HaRav say where does he get the idea what, um, what this word means Michui so he says it's based on the Pasuk of Charovos Mechim Garim Yochelu which as the Rav Yosef is Matarkim the property of the Rishoyim will be inherited by the Tzadikim so you see the Mechim is something disgusting something bad like a Russia, and that's the excrement that's in the that's uh, in the intestines. Okay. Um, so we mentioned the rest of that pasuk. It says, V'roch v'asim kedabram. And what does kedabram mean? So Rav, uh, Rav Menashe Bar Yomri says, it means kemidu barbam as stated by them. What is stated by them? So, so Abayi, um, um, that Abayi understood that, that it's this, this statement of Charvos mechem garim yochelu, that the, they'll get to eat the 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 property of the righteous of the of the evildoers, um, that's what it, that's what is the going to happen to the Jews who are compared to kvasim compared to sheep. So on that, Rav says, if it would say charavos, you'd be right. But it says vicharav. It sounds like it's two separate st- statements in the in the pasuk. So therefore, Rav says it's like Rav Chanan Olam who says that the tzaddikim in the future will be mechay meisim, because it says, v'roch v'asim kidabram, and it says, yiru v'ashon v'gilad kime olam. So again, the same uh, grazi, um, same shepherding, v'roch v'asim and yiru v'ashon. So what does that mean? V'ashon, um, and who's v'ashon and gilad? V'ashon is referring to Elisha, because he came from the v'ashon, because the Pasuk of Yomim says that Shafat, who's the father of, of, of uh, Elisha, um, lived in Bashan. And it says, also, this is where Elisha ben Shafat, so Elisha ben Shafat, who, who served Elio. Gilad is a friend to Elio, as we know, Elio was Elio Tishbi, from the Toshve Gilad, among the dwellers of Gilad.
So that's how you know that what's saying, and basically it's saying that we're comparing based on the Gzeir Shava that all tzaddikim are going to be like Elisha and Elio that are able to be Mechai Mesim. So we saw another Mekor for that as well. Um, that the tzaddikim would be able to be Mechai Mesim. Because the pasuk says, "Oid Yeshu is the kenim is kenos, berachavis Yerushalayim, v'ish mishanto biyado." Each one has his staff in his hand. What is the word mishanet connecting to? Why? Because he rov yom, because he's so old. And uh, the same mishanet is used by Elisha. He says the word v'samta mishanti al pnei anar when he wanted to revive the dead nar. He he mentioned his staff. So you see that there's the concept of tchisa meisimir. Ula raises a contradiction. It says in the one hand, Bila Mavis which means that there's not going to be any more death. And then it says yeah, that, uh, that uh, in another pasuk about the Asid Lavo, is that, that a Nar bin Meishana, when it would be a young, very young person dying, would be 100 years old. Um, in other words, people's lifespan will be much greater. So Kumar says it's not difficult. One is talking about Yisrael, one's talking about the Goyim. The Goyim will have very long lives, but the Eden uh, will be Bila, Mavas, Lenetzach. Um, who, what are the Goyim doing there in Nas Lavo? So the Kumar says uh, they're there to do the work. Next contradiction, Rav Chizda asked the contradiction. It says that the moon and the sun will be embarrassed. And then it says that uh, the Arlavana will be like the Arachama, and the Arachama will be Yeshiva Sayim Kar Yamim. It's going to be much brighter. Everything's going to be brighter. So is it going to be paler or more bright? So it's the first answer we thought is one is Olam the other one is Moisa Mashiach. Um, and, um, and Shmuel says, a meaning in Olam Abba, uh, it's going to be um, uh, the Shechin is going to be so bright that the sun and moon will pale in comparison. But in, the, in times of Mashiach, the sun and the moon will be extra bright. But that doesn't work according to Shmuel, who says that it doesn't work that way, that there's no difference between Elam and Moisim Mashiach, except for Shibur Malchias alone. So what are you going to say? So the verse says, both are talking Elam and it's not difficult. One is talking about Machin Shechina. Where the Shechina is resting, then the sun and moon will be very pale in comparison. But in the Machin Tzadikim, it will be very bright. Rav asked the question. It says, on the one hand, I put the death I bring to life. And then it says, I machatzdi v'anierpa, which means that I, I hit somebody and then I healed the wound. So if I, if I bring back to life, do you have to talk about healing? Isn't that kind of like superfluous? So therefore he says that the pshat is, is coming to tell you that the same person that I put to death, I bring back to life. Um, just like when I'm wounding somebody, I'm healing the one who's wounded. Um, don't think it's, and that we brought down uh, also from a price of the same idea. means not Then we know that because it says just like over there, it's in the same person. So to hear misa is in the same person, which is a tshuva, an answer, a response to those who say is not from the Torah. Another pshat is um, um, another explanation is that first Hashem will revive the dead. And afterwards, somebody who was lacking something when he was alive, after he's brought back to life, Hashem will heal that, that wound that he has. 
And that's the story with that. Next we talked about is the Hector Chalavim, the burning of the fats. That's also Docha Shabbos. Comes along with Shimon and he says a very fascinating observation. He says, you see how precious mitzvahs is in its time. Hector the Hector Chalavim really is El Kashu all night long. There's no reason that you have to do it Dafgan Shabbos. But we don't wait till night because you have the mitzvah now to do it right away. You do it right away. Um, the bringing of the sheep or goat, the lamb and the goat, is not doche Shabbos. So, and, but when we also talked about the cutting of the abelas, we said that's machloks in the Mishnah. So the question is, is that we saw another source that you could cut the abelas in the Migdash, just not in the Medina. And if it's with the keli, then you could do it, then it's forbidden in both places. And so what's the answer? So Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina, one says, they both offered an answer. We don't, we don't have who said which answer. That one answer is, is that they're both talking about biyad, there's a difference between what kind of yabelas, a, a yabelas that's lacha, that's, uh, that's fresh, or yavesh, or dried out. And the other one says, they're both talking about lacha, and one's biyad, one's bikli. Why do they not like the other one's answer? So if you say biyad, habiyad, uh, bikli, why not the answer of both being biyad and one's balacha biyavesha? Because he says the word chotchin does not apply to yavesha, if it's dry, all you do is pricha. You break it. So it doesn't fit into the text. What about the opinion who said that it's fresh and dry? Why not say it's the difference is biyad or bekli? And it's both balacha? Because the, um, the answer is, is that if it, a kli, we already saw in the Mishnah that a kli is no good. So it wouldn't make sense that you're coming to tell you that a kli is no good. Um, so, because it says, in bekli, kamakanasa. Well, so Taka, what's Pshad the other Tana, the other answer? Um, when it says Kli over here, it's only to bring out the the Machlokes Rebbeleizer and Rabbi Yeshua, because Rebbeleizer says nevertheless it's still allowed, and Rabbi Yeshua says it's not allowed. Comes along Rebbeleizer, and he, to prove his point, he says that if Shchita is Doche, which is the Araisa on erev on erev Pesach that's Shabbos, so the Kol Shukain minor Shvus should be perfectly allowed. And Rabbi Shua says, no, because on Yom Tif, right, Rabbi Shua's response was, look at Yom Tif, is allowed, but you can't do any Shvosim. You can't do rabbinic law, even though, so he says, what kind of comparison? This is Rabbi Yesu's response was, what kind of comparison? That's a Rishus. Here we're talking about a mitzvah. So, um, Rabbi, so the Gemara says that actually Rabbi Yeshua was... Um, <laughs> Because he says Simchas Yom Tov is also a mitzvah. The celebration on Yom Tov by having fine food is actually a mitzvah. And therefore, it's not just a rishos that, oh, if you want to cook for your food, that's okay, it's allowed. It's a mitzvah. And that happens to be a machlokas, Rebbe Leizer and Rebbe how to understand the psukim. It says that a person, according to Rebbe Leizer, he has one of two options. Either he eats and drinks and celebrates, like that way, physical celebration, or he sits and learns and he has a spiritual celebration. You have to choose. And Rabbi Shua says, no, you split it. Partial. He, partial for be eating and drinking and partially for the studying. So Rabbi Yechonin says it comes from the same pasuk, the machlokas. Because it says, meaning the contradiction in the pasuk. On the one hand, it says, which we look as a representation of all holidays, that it's meaning whatever you do has to be only for God. 
and don't focus on the food. And the other Pesach says that Tzeres Tielachem, then it's for you. So what's going on? So Rabbi Yezer holds it's either, you have a choice, either Kula Lashem or Kula Lashem, and Rabbi Yeshua says that you split it, Chetzel Lashem and Chetzel Lashem, it means 50-50. Okay. Comes along, the Rabbi Lazar says that everybody agrees when it comes to Shuas, that you also need Lachem, even Rabbi, even Rabbi Yezer would say, that when it comes to Shavuos, it's required to have some component, at least, of, 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 of uh, 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 big meals and celebration in that physical way. Because since it's the day that we got the Torah, we need to convey the fact that we are excited and happy that we got the Torah. And if you're not eating, you're just you know, sitting and studying in a sad way, so then that sort of doesn't show that you're happy about it. So by celebrating it is that this is a very happy day, that's a very, that's a very important message to convey. So, Rabbi says also that on Shabbos, you also need to have ben- uh, pleasure, and that's because the Pesach says, V'karasal Shabbos Onik. You need Onik for Shabbos. Number, also, Rav Yosef says that in Purim, you need to eat, and have a lachem because it says you may mish to v'simcha. So we have here a story of Marbury de Ravina who used to fast the entire year except for Shavuos, Purim, and Erev Yom Kippur. Um, uh, Shavuos because it's the day that we got the Torah, Purim because it says you may mish to v'simcha, and uh, Erev Yom Kippur because we know that it says in the Pesach, now we don't really fast on the ninth; we fast on the tenth. Why we did say b'sishal chodesh to tell you that um, um, that you fast on the ninth, meaning you eat if you eat and drink on the ninth, which is what you normally do, then it counts as if you fasted on the ninth, tenth, and the tenth, because it's like part of the preparation for the tenth. That's my simple shot. Okay, Rabbi Yosef. On Shavuos, he used to go all out. He, brought, he, he had his, his servant buy a third-born calf, which is very expensive. And he said, if not for this day that caused, that, that caused me to be who I am, there are many Yosefs out there in the marketplace. Rav Sheshes used to review all of his studies, everything, every 30 days. And uh, he would stand at the threshold and say, Rejoice my soul, rejoice my soul. Uh, for you I did read, for you I did study. So the Gemara says, what do you mean for you? It's only for yourself? It's all complete uh, endeavor just for, your, for who you are? No, it's uh, keeping the entire world afloat. That's what the Torah is doing. That's true, but what the intent of why he's doing it is for himself. And that is where we left off, and we will take it from the bottom of the page to today's daf. One second.